Hey guys, it's Brianna, and I am joined by my friend and co-host, Christina. Hi, everyone. And you are listening to Oh Brother, your favorite Big Brother podcast. Listen as we discuss all of the alliances, backdoors, and twists you love to watch. Christina, it's been so long since we've recorded. I know, I I feel like it's been like a year. I know, and really it's only been like a couple months, but it feels like like forever. The last Um, two months flew by. I know, the last two months especially, I feel like. I like I like it was like St. Patrick's Day and then I blink and it's already almost the end of April and I'm like where did that go I know seriously what happened in April I keep thinking about the fact that last year around this time was when everyone was saying like two weeks to stop the spread and like it'll be yeah. gone by Easter and now I'm like okay, right it's one Easter later and we're still fucking dealing with COVID we're worse it's yeah worse. we're worse off but anyways, what have you been up to since we last podcasted? What's new in your life, in your world? Gonna be honest, not much has changed. <laughs> I feel like that's in everybody. Um, still right going now. to work and going to the gym. That's about it. Getting that workout on. Really about it. Not much has changed. How have you been? I've been pretty good. Same here. Like not too much has changed. I've been working a lot. Um and I feel like the only exciting thing happening for me right now is that one of my best friends is getting married in May, which is exciting. Um, and this weekend is actually like the bachelorette weekend. So that's awesome. Later today, we're going to like a little Airbnb and obviously like it's a smaller thing. Like I think if obviously if COVID wasn't happening, we'd probably do like a bigger bachelorette party with like more of her friends and stuff but obviously because of covid we kind of had to do a smaller thing so we were like yeah. you know what let's do more of like a weekend so we're doing but hey like that's Airbnb. still like a yeah, yeah that's just like with a the bride's girls weekend yeah i'm excited Super fun that's like when i have the most fun with my friends i just invite like two or three of them over we watch a movie have exactly. drinks it's the best time and also, I feel like even though we're only, we're going to Maine, and if you're listening and you don't know, um, we're based out of Ma- Christina and I are based out of Massachusetts. So Maine is like not that far. I think the place we're going is only like an hour drive. But because oh, like wow. none of us have traveled in like the past year, we're all like so excited to go there, even though it's like an hour's drive from here. So where are you going in Maine? We're going to York, um, which Ooh. I think I've been like maybe once or twice as a kid because I know they have that like york zoo or something there yeah um so we'll see we were hoping the place we uh booked i think is like by the beach and we were hoping we were gonna get nice weather but it's currently snowing right now so yeah uh we might be stuck inside but that's okay the only other thing that i've been up to lately is that christina as you know i decided to create a big brother meme Twitter account. And honestly, <laughs> it brings me so much joy. I think I have like <laughs> 10 followers, but like, I don't even care. I think I'm hilarious. And I tweeted something the other day about big brother Canada, which we will get into a little bit later, but people were all in my mentions dogging me because they what? were saying that I didn't know the definition of backdoor. Because there's there was a whole situation on the show and I won't get too into it, but basically, and even on the show, they were calling it a backdoor. But of course, you know, the fans, like the fans get crazy about like 
you have to understand like all the nitty gritty about the game. Um, so I used the phrase backdoor to describe a situation where this guy is HOH and mm-hmm. he decided to turn on someone in his alliance. So this person did compete in the veto, but didn't win it. And then he decided to blindside this friend of his who's in his alliance and put what? him up as their replacement nominee. So wow. that, in my mind, counts as a backdoor. But everybody was like, it doesn't count as a backdoor because Kiefer played in the veto. And I was like, I don't feel like that's how that works. I feel like a backdoor is when it's premeditated. Like he thought about it before when he made his initial nominations. And he was like, if someone wins veto, I might put this person up and send them out. I don't know. Anyways, there was a whole people were all up in my replies being like, it's not a backdoor. And I was like, either way, if it's a backdoor or not, it didn't really have much to do with the actual tweet I made. Like the tweet wasn't about it being a backdoor. My tweet was like, I thought it was a dumb move to do. But I was like, these fans are so crazy and annoying. So like this like fan, big though, brother fans sometimes are ruthless. They are. They really sometimes are. Sometimes they are. You have like one side that are wicked, like. They try to understand everybody's perspective and they always pull the, it's a game, it's a game. But then you see some of these other people and it's like, they're ruthless when it comes to people on there. Like they they send hate and they do this. Yeah, and it's I'm like, like, relax. It's a TV show. Also like the definition of things don't yeah. matter. It's all made up. It's all fake. Like Yeah, they make it, it up as they go. It doesn't mean anything. And like the meaning of words can change. The very first back, just because the very first situation that was a back door yeah. was the person didn't play in veto doesn't mean that that's the like end all be all of what that means. But anyways, I just thought it was funny that like the fans are so crazy. Oh yeah, definitely. Um. So before we get into all of the the TV we've been watching. And I guess we should probably say this before we probably should have said this when we started, but the whole point of this episode is that we wanted to just give a little bonus episode because Christina and I realized we've been watching a lot of TV and somehow it all ends up pointing back to big brother. So we were like, you know what, let's do an episode on it. So that's why we decided to record today. But before we get into that stuff, I did want to mention a couple like BB news things that I've seen in mm-hmm. the past couple weeks. Um, the first one is that Big Brother Canada's Nikki Graham passed away. And Christina, you probably don't know who that is, to be honest. Yeah. I don't really know her. Um, but I did see a lot of because I've been watching Big Brother Canada this season. Um, They did a segment about her on the last episode that I watched and I've been seeing it, you know, all over Twitter and stuff. And apparently she was like a British reality TV star that then crossed over to play on Big Brother Canada, I think like season four. And she was like a fan favorite and all this stuff. But she's been battling with anorexia and unfortunately passed away last week. So I did want to mention that I didn't want to like make this whole episode and not even mention it. But to be honest, I don't know her really. Um, So I don't really have too much to add except for the fact that like, that's very sad. And my heart goes out to her family and all of her fans too. Cause it seems like from what I've seen, everybody who is a fan of big brother Canada, like absolutely loved her. So that's awful. Yeah. That's so awful. A little shifting gears a little bit. (laughs) 
the only other thing that I saw was that um, our boy Zach Rance is out in these in these streets Here we go. <laughs> saying some dumb fucking shit. Um, Goodness. If you guys don't know what I'm talking about, he posted this video or maybe it was a part of a live stream and someone kind of clipped it and posted it on Twitter. And it's him basically talking about like why he's not getting the COVID vaccine, which I totally get. Some people want to get it. Some people don't. Personally, I want to get it. Um, Christina, I don't know about you, but I know that like I get both sides of it. And I think it should 100% yeah. be a person's decision if they want to get it or not. Yes. But I his, definitely agree with that. It's right. It's, everyone should have control of their own body, no matter what it be a vaccine, where, whatever. Exactly. I think that it's very disrespectful or kind of far-fetched to assume that everyone would have to get something or not oh, yeah. be able to get something and have someone else decide what they want to do. I definitely agree with him on that aspect. The part of the video that made me laugh the most though, so essentially Zach kind of took it like to the far extreme and was saying that he like super politicized it and started talking about like Donald Trump and Dr. Fauci and the part that made Mm -hmm. me laugh so hard was when he was like Dr. Fauci if you're listening blah 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 and I'm like Zach as if he watches that Twitter videos nobody knows who you are what do you mean Dr. Fauci if you're listening so Dr. Fauci if you're listening um I don't know who you're taking money from whether you're taking money or not um but I have zero faith in you you have zero credibility in my mind. Um, I'm going to do what I believe is best for my body and my health. And that is in no specific order, eat healthy, get good sleep, meditate, exercise, right? I mean, these are things that, that it, it make, it, I mean, I'm going to curse real quick. It's common fucking sense. Okay. So don't tell me that I have to get a vaccine and I have to inject my arm with chemicals and a, a, a dose of whatever it is. If you guys haven't seen the video, you should go watch it because honestly, it made me laugh. And his whole thing saying about like how long it takes for a vaccine to be developed. He's like, it takes 10 years and all this stuff. I'm like, how do you know? You're not a scientist. Like, what do you mean it takes 10 years? Clearly it doesn't take 10 years because they developed one in less than a year. So it doesn't take 10 years. He was just spouting off some crazy stuff. So, but he's always been like that. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's another thing I was going to say is that I hate to say it, but like, that's kind of why we love him and what made him so great for reality TV is that he's he's unapologetic. Yeah. He's unapologetic and literally nuts. So um, crazy, crazy man. If you're interested, I love it. Um, literally just search Zach Rance on Twitter and it'll probably be the first thing that comes up. <laughs> Anything else you can think of BB related news that's popped up lately? Doesn't Rachel Riley have a new show or something? And Oh, she and, does? Didn't know yeah. that. I got to look that up. One she was second. talking about having a show. I love the Brenchels. Moving oh. on. Hmm. I don't know what that is, but... Oh, yeah. Cool. Tells us about her new reality show. I love the Brunchels moving on. Is set to star in another reality show. 
She recently announced that she will be starring in a new show titled I Love the Brenchels Moving On. Oh. Brenchel is a combination of Rachel and her husband Brendan's first name. I guess it's about her family traveling across the country as they learn about different ways to give back to various communities. Oh, that's kind of cool. Good for her. And she says it will involve the Big Brother alum, her, mm-hmm. interviewing several reality stars, blah, hmm. blah, blah, blah. And yeah. Oh, Sometime in the fall, she said. Interesting. I, I wonder I where, article, but I didn't read it. Yeah, I wonder where this is going to air. Like, is this just something that Probably they're doing on, like, as one like, of those TLC things? I can't. Yeah, I can't tell if it's like a network picked it up or if it's just a show that they're like producing themselves and like they're going to put it on like on YouTube or something. Who knows? Oh wait, this says this says you can catch Riley and her family in I Love the Brentals moving on when you turn. Tune in to BespokeTV.com. I don't know what that is. Hmm. Don't know. But that's pretty cool. Very interesting. Well, good for her. But that's a pretty good segue um, into what we've been watching, which is a lot the of Big, Big Brother, Brother World related stuff. And it all seems to point back to Big Brother somehow. I mean, you've been watching The Challenge, which has like a ton of Big Brother people on it. Yes, ma'am. And you've been watching Big Brother Canada, you told me. How's yes. that been? It's been so good. Should we <laughs> should we just jump right into Big Brother Canada then? Oh, definitely. Okay. Let's let's talk. BB Can. This season has been amazing. So I always had this question. Like, do they do much different than Big Brother US? Like, is the layout and like the way they do things different? I know Big Brother US changes it every season a little bit, but what are there any like major differences from what we're used to? So there, I mean, for the most part, it feels like the same show, but there are a few things that I was surprised by that were different. Um, and they definitely do the same format where it's like, okay, um, each season kind of has like a theme and they do different twists and they try to do like a different twist every season. This season they did, um, the twist was teams. So there was um, Hmm. Team Destiny and Team Defender in the beginning. And it was like the first two people enter the house and they were like the team captains and they had to choose their teams. And I think for like the first two weeks, you compete as a team for power instead of just like- I was going to say, do they keep it going? No, it was only like the first two weeks, which I like because sometimes I feel like when it gets into teams or pairs and stuff- they don't really get to play the game for themselves. Not even so. that, but it like sets the mood for the whole game. And it kind of forces it to go in a certain direction. Yeah, you're right. And I, I think that kind of did happen this season. But to be honest, like the way the weeks have played out for the most part, I think have been really good. That's good. I will say the biggest difference that I noticed is it's way more like theatrical than the U.S. version. Hmm. Like their like intro package is very like. I don't know. I think with Big Brother US, it feels like they take themselves way more seriously. And Big Brother Canada is very much like this is a reality show. Tries to be over the top. Yeah, we have to make it over the top fun. Like they really lean into the themes and stuff, which I kind of liked. It Mm. was a nice change um, because I do think sometimes Big Brother US takes themselves a little bit too, too seriously. Yeah. So that was the biggest difference. The other differences are kind of more minor. Um, One of them is that the HOH doesn't play for veto, which I thought was interesting. Yeah, at first I didn't like it because I was like, okay, you can't ever 
like lock your nominations in and know that the veto is not going to be used because you don't get a chance to play. It's kind of like knowing you're going to be screwed over sometimes unless one of your alliance members wins. Exactly. And even then, like if they decide to go rogue or whatever, you don't have control over it. But then I started to think about it and I was like, for TV purposes, it makes it way more interesting because definitely. I feel like with Big Brother US, it happens pretty often that the HOH wins veto and then you know that nothing's going to change that week. Whereas with Big Brother Canada, the HOH is never getting the veto. So yeah, then it, it leads to, you know, more back doors happening, more mm-hmm. people get a better chance to save themselves. Better so I don't drama know. for TV. Yeah, exactly. That was like the biggest, um, the biggest game difference, I guess. Hmm. That's very interesting. Yeah, Big Brother Canada has like a, a lot of fun features too. Like they have a lot of, you could tell the, who their sponsors are. They're sponsored mm-hmm. by Wendy's, TikTok. What? <laughs> yeah, and then Skip the Dishes. I don't even know what Skip the Dishes is, but Wendy's. So every week when um, the HOH gets into power, they get to order a meal from Wendy's and they get to choose one house guest to also go with them. So they like go on this iPad and order their Wendy's. And then when you go into the storage room, there's a Wendy's takeout window in there. (laughs) And when it opens, so what I know from Uh. the few episodes I watched of last season before it got canceled, when the Wendy's window opens, one of your family members delivers the food to you. So like last season, yeah, so last season, one of the guys won HOH and he went to get his Wendy's and his mom was the one who like handed him his food so, so he got random. to like hug her and say hi or whatever but obviously this season with COVID they can't bring people in so instead when the Wendy's like windows open it literally looks like a drive through window when the windows open there's a video in the back that plays from the family so like you get food from Wendy's and you get a video from your family when you're HOH like it's definitely like a unique way I guess to incorporate a sponsor so I thought it was kind of fun it's definitely like I don't know something different yeah that's a little different that reminds me of in the challenge when they 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 don't do it every season but like once in a while they'll have like burger king sponsor mm. a challenge so whatever like team wins or whoever wins that round they pick another team or whatever and they all like have big, uh burger king and i'm like yeah. that's so random it is so random but like it's kind of fun to see how the different shows incorporate the sponsors because like I work for Bravo, for example, and like top chef, um, is, has been sponsored by BMW for the past couple seasons. And before that it was hidden Valley ranch, which is so easy to inco- incorporate into <laughs> so a, random too, but at least hidden Valley ranch is so easy to incorporate into a food show. Like top chef is all about yeah. cooking, but this past few seasons it's been BMW. So they've had to like create challenges where they have to like drive a bmw somewhere i was gonna say it must be much much more difficult to incorporate bmws versus like hidden valley ranch yeah so (laughs) so it is interesting to see but then tiktok is one of the other sponsors for big brother canada which i'm assuming is new this season but has to be i know they have a huge so in their living room they have this huge screen it kind of looks like a giant like touch screen like a giant phone almost and Hmm. Every once in a while, they'll add TikToks to it that they can watch. So it's either like 
other Big Brother alum videos or like they just did a competition that must have also been sponsored by TikTok. And it was like they played them TikTok videos and then they had to remember stuff from the videos for the competition. I mean, that's interesting. Yeah, something different and also gives you like something to do while you're in the house. You can sit there and like rewatch the same five TikToks over and over again. Yeah. So speaking of TikTok, really mm-hmm. quick on a tangent. Have you, do you go on TikTok at all? Yeah, I have. I do have TikTok. Every time on my For You page, my timeline or newsfeed, whatever you, people want to call it that don't mm-hmm. watch it, Brett shows up. Really? Every single day. Every I time. have not seen he him He pops once. up and makes the weirdest TikToks. They're kind of funny. Like he understands the trends that goes on and he tries to hop on it. But I just look at that, look at it. And I'm just like, what? I want to like, he's, I think he's done a few with Winston a while ago, but I want to like search him up, but I also don't because oh, once I watch a couple of his videos, it's just going to be all over my for you page. I don't know. It, it was like, like, I don't see him like all the time, but like at every least once like in a while, once every few days, one of his will pop up. Oh my God. That's hilarious. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, that's I always so random that of there. all of the like random people that could show up. It's he him. pops up. Um, a few people that I watch on the circle pop up. I've gotten Shubham a couple I think times. One girl on the challenge. Oh, Shuby, yeah. Yeah. Him and him. the guy, I forget it. Joey. Is that? Oh, his yeah, name? Joey. Joey. I've gotten him a couple a times. times. Yep. Oh my god, yeah, that's so funny. It's funny. It's interesting, but I like TikTok. I was one yeah. of those people that was like, I don't get I this. And then after a while, I was like, okay, this is cool. Some people post funny stuff on there. I have to admit. Yeah, totally agree. Oh, and then one other thing, which I'm not sure if it's a sponsor or not, but they do this thing mm-hmm. called Skip the Dishes, where obviously they also do have knots every week and they're on slop. But every week, America or, well, America, Canada votes. <laughs> <laughs> Duh. Wow, that'd be a twist. I know, right? Every week, America votes on Big Brother Canada. They don't even get to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> every week, Canada votes on who they want to quote unquote skip the dishes so that person gets a like DoorDash delivery of whatever food they want and they get to skip slop for the whole week wow so I was like that's like a cool thing and then you also it also gives the house guests some idea of like who the fan favorites are every week like this one guy this season Rohan got skip the dishes twice Granted, he also was Whoa. on slop for like four weeks straight. So I think people just felt bad for him. Poor but guy. Um, he got skipped the dishes twice. So it's like, oh, hey, well, good for you, man. He must be a fan fave then, you know? Probably. Two more things I wanted to mention about how they're different or Lay I guess it on how me. they're the same. And then we can move on from this question because I feel like we've been talking about it forever. The no first worries. is that the host, Arissa, Arissa Cox, I love mm-hmm. her and like no hate to julie because julie is a big brother staple but arissa <laughs> just brings like an energy you know what i mean you know those people that like just a vibe like bring like a good vibe. vibe yeah she brings a good yeah. vibe and she's so fashionable i feel like she's really good at like exit interviews i just love arissa some people are just very personable yes exactly that's exactly it like i feel like she would be the type of person that could be friends with anybody and she's I totally get that the perfect host so I just had to give a little shout out to Arissa also she follows me on Twitter which is really random because she started following me like 
a couple years ago, I think, probably just because I tweet about BBUS so much. But I was yeah. like, this is random. Who's this? And then I looked and I was like, oh, the host of Big Brother Canada. That's so random. Well, um, oh. But she's an executive producer now, too. So like, go wow, Arissa, awesome. making moves. And then the last thing is that the in the middle of the Big Brother Canada house, there's a ball pit, which I think is new this season. <laughs> and I was like, first of all, that seems like so much fun. But I said to myself, that's probably going to end up being the have not room. And on the last episode, they put a bed in there. So now someone is sleeping in the ball pit. Like, is there a bed above the ball? It's above like the, the balls. Yes. Okay. Um, that's not that bad. Like, yeah. Not room. Honestly, it didn't seem that bad. And I was kind of like, I feel like I would take that as a reward. Like I'd have so much fun. Like in, in BBUS, the have not room is like, you have to crawl through like a doggy door. Yeah. You're in the cold room, like made out of metal. Yes. Your bed looks like a newspaper. Like I very much felt like pit? the big brother Canada have not room was like they're too nice yes they're too nice over there they really are because i was like even if i wasn't a have not i'd be hanging out in the ball pit all the time right i'd be like hey guys i'm coming to visit granted the only time they actually used it as like a have not room where someone was gonna sleep in there was on the the last episode that i watched and it was like a one or two night punishment i think oh no it was a week long a week long punishment i think um, and you do have to sleep in there alone, which I guess is kind of weird, but I'd be like, Hey, I got my own room. Thanks. I know. I was thinking that too. I was like, it might be nice to have some privacy. Right. Goodness. You'd be talking about your game plans. True. You could do like cliff, cliff notes, cliff notes, except people will listen outside the door and catch you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Or you can pull what, um, what Ian used to do with the little puppets. Oh my God. I forgot about his puppet. So cute. I miss Ian. I want Same. Ian back. Right? Goodness. Season with just Ian. So other than the comparisons about BBUS and Big Brother Canada, um, how is the season? Like, do you like the cast? How are the challenges and everything? How is it going? Oh, my God. So this season is amazing. They crushed the casting. I feel like you know it's good when you see the first episode and there's no one that you don't like, which is how I felt. Yeah. Like everyone went That's in. That's the and worst I was like, though, because then you get sad when everyone goes home. I know that that is very true. Well, when the when the season first started, I said to myself, usually right away, I have people that I'm like, oh, I think I'm gonna root for this person. And I did have yeah. one person from the beginning, Braden, who I saw that I was like, okay, I definitely want to root for him. But there was nobody that I was like, oh, I don't like them initially, which yeah. is really uncommon i feel like most of the time like i feel like at least you at least have like one or two people that they rub you the wrong way like off the bat you know what i mean so i didn't get that this season which i was like okay that's a good sign um but yes brayden i mean it's like a a blessing and a curse yeah it, it really is it was the first week was especially sad because julie was the first one to go and i really liked her and it was like a very unfortunate um eviction because it was like one of those things where she just played too hard too fast and like yeah first week she was saying that like there was a guys alliance and all this stuff and kind of got caught up in the game too early I -hmm. thought she was gonna be really good on this season but she she went out first which is a bummer but from day one I started rooting for this guy Brayden 
And again, like same, mm-hmm. like we were saying with the host, Arissa, he's one of those people that like, you just see them and you just get a good vibe. Like he's the type of person that I saw yeah. him and I was like, I feel like I could be friends with that person in real life. And those are the people I tend to root for. Yeah. Unfortunately, his number one, Austin, was evicted a couple weeks ago, which is very sad because I was rooting for them as a duo. Um, but I feel like it's probably better for his game because, you know, like whenever you're seen as a duo, people come after you. And so whoever the like leftover person is from the duo when one gets evicted, usually they get pretty far because then there's no target on their back anymore because they're not associated with anyone else, which is kind of where Braden's at. The only other person that I think I'm rooting for now, now that we're getting down to like the end of the season. The nitty gritty. Yeah, is Tashawn. He unfortunately hasn't really won many competitions, but he's positioned very well in the house. He's in like the strongest Mm. alliance. He's not in a showmance, but he's like best friends with the showman. So as long as the showmance doesn't take him out like towards the end, I honestly think he could get pretty far because he's also started to make relationships with kind of like the hey, other side of the know. house. If it comes down to them three, it could be like that whole thing with Cody, Derek, and Victoria. Yes. Say Victoria were to win. Yes. You know, say he wins one thing. That could be the twist. That's how I feel. Where it turns like everything around. Happen. He's also, so essentially his alliance is three people. So it's him this guy Jedson and his showman Jedson Jedson he goes by Jed in the house and Tashawn goes by Ty so Ty Jed and Beth Beth and Jed are in a showmance together but Jed and Ty are in a bromance like they're besties Mm. in the house so it's like I could almost see Jed maybe cutting Beth down the line and taking Ty but they're starting to get closer and closer obviously as the weeks go on so now i I think that's less likely to happen. So I don't know. Hmm. My hope is that Tashawn can pull something out. I hope my my real hope is that he gets into an alliance with Brayden or something so that the two of them can make it to the end because those are my two faves. But they're kind of on opposite ends of the house. So that would be a little far-fetched. But who knows? Maybe. Whoever knows, you know. Anything could happen. Totally. But yeah, this season has been amazing so far. Um, If the casting for Big Brother Canada at all informs how Big Brother US is going to go, I'm super excited for it. Someone needs to hire them on that site. Well, I think a lot of them are the same, are the same casting. I don't know if it's 100% the same team, but it's a lot of the same people. So if this is any indication, I'm feeling like this season of BBUS is going to be a good one. Wow. That'd be really interesting. Yes, totally. But enough about Big Brother Canada. I want to hear about the challenge because from what you've mentioned, I hear there's some drama with these Big Brother <laughs> players that are on there. So who like who oh, from yeah. Big Brother is even on it this season? All right. So on this season of the challenge, the people who are left are Josh, mm-hmm. Josh Martinez, PC, yep. and mm-hmm. Fessy. Okay. Oh, no, sorry. Well, back that train up. Josh <laughs> isn't there anymore. Okay. But it was Josh, Casey, Fessy, and Amber B. Not oh, sure Amber. if you remember her. Oh, yeah. She's beautiful. I miss Amber. To BB16, I believe. Mm-hmm. Same as Zach Rance's season. Yeah, I like Amber. Um, 
I didn't mind her. I didn't like how she let on Caleb, but that's a whole different story. Let him on. Um, Caleb was a fucking psychopath, Christina. Uh, she let him on though at the beginning. I mean, but, then, guy. Once, but then once someone says no, you got to drop in. He didn't. I think it's because the way she went about it, but it that's a different story. <laughs> but anyways, so the first part of the finale was just last week. And last night, the second part of the finale was aired, but I didn't watch that yet. So I'm going to watch it today. Mm-hmm. But throughout the season, you know, big cry, baby, Josh, of cry, course. cry, cry, bye, bye, bye. That's my motto for him because he always cry, cry, cry. And then everyone goes bye, bye, bye. And he leaves. See you later. So, for real. All he does is cry. All he does is cry. Literally, that's it. When you sent me that Snapchat earlier, because I know oh. you're rewatching um, BB19. I haven't seen it. Which Josh is also on. And you were like, there he is crying again. For real. He cried three times in the. Less than the duration of two episodes. Oh, my God. I'm like, are you, you're joking. Like, you're joking. So, in the challenge, and then I'll get to BB19. Um, in the challenge, so how it worked was all throughout the season, you have a partner. Mm-hmm. And if you get tossed into an elimination and you win, which the elimination is either a guy's or a girl's. So, say a team gets thrown in, then they'll, re- like, announce whether it's a guy or girl elimination. Say it's a guy's. If whatever guy wins can choose if he wants to stay with his partner or infiltrate and take oh, any I, other partner besides like the, the HOH, I should say, they're called double agents, mm-hmm. that team. So he can take any other partner. Oh, that's interesting. The entire season, Fessy has been sitting here saying, oh, everybody's holding me back, blah, blah, blah. He was saying that about his first partner, said that about his second partner. Every single time he got a partner, they're holding me back. They're not good enough. He would leave them and blah, blah, blah. But when push came to shove, the entire season, Casey was with this guy, Leroy, who's a challenge vet. He's been on a dozen seasons. Mm -hmm. He's never won a season, but he became very, very, very good friends of Casey. And they won the most, I think, the most challenges that entire season as a team. Wow. I can't say I'm surprised, though, because I feel like Casey was towards the end of her season. She was so good at comps on Big she's Brother. So like she, she's, she's cut a out for very good competitor. Yeah. She doesn't back down from anything. She's a very good competitor. She doesn't give up. So her and Leroy, this guy, were winning the entire season. They were talking about running the final together. And Leroy has a girlfriend on the challenge or fiance, girlfriend, whatever. And she had another partner. So the entire season, those two teams were obviously working together and it was good for numbers because Casey had the big brother alliance, which was Mm. Josh, Fessy, and at the time, Amber B. Mm. And Leroy had his girlfriend and her friends. So they pretty much had the majority of the house and both And Casey was in a prime spot. So towards the very end, Fessy wanted to switch partners and wants to steal Casey. But Leroy and Fessy were supposedly friends. So Fessy kind of pulled a fast one threw himself into an elimination and took Casey. But oh a lot of drama happened where Leroy and everyone else was under the impression afterwards that this was their plan all along. He was going to, whether one of them went into elimination, they were going to steal the other one and run the final together. But he felt like Casey was in on it. Yeah, he felt mm. like a little cheated. So he goes, you know what? I'm not going to dwell over it. Whatever. Good luck to them. I got, and he ended up with his best friend as a partner at the end of it. So first part of the final rose around 
And all this time during the season, Fessy's been saying, I've been getting held back. I would, I'm better than everybody. He literally is such an arrogant guy. I'm not surprised. I didn't like him on his season of Big Brother. Anyways. I didn't I mind felt like him was, in Big Brother. I thought he was like much nicer. He definitely was nice, but I, then I don't you know. Watch I got him a weird on the vibe cha- from him. Then you watch him on the challenge. You're like, who is this guy? Like total difference. Hmm. Maybe total, he, total maybe difference. he, his like his ego grew a little bit after being it's on Big almost Brother. Almost a little bit. You're like I think a his lot ego of it. stuck in his arms like steroids. <laughs> I don't understand it. It's almost like him and Swaggy change personalities. Yeah, that's like true. completely. Like I'm not even joking. Oh my god! I watched it and I was like, oh my god! I was explaining it to my mom because she watches it too, and it was nuts. But night one of the challenge finale, and Casey. Spoiler alert! I'm just gonna let anybody know. Yeah, yeah. Part one of the finale, they had to. It's a lot of endurance, a lot of running. Casey ended up falling and she said she felt her knee pop, which I don't know if her knee actually popped or what. She fell and Fessy barely even asked if she was okay. Oh my God. He wasn't even supposed to be her partner. He's her partner. So if your partner doesn't finish, you don't finish. Right. But that's how the entire season has been going. And he just doesn't know how to work with anybody. He's not a very good guy. He doesn't know how to work as a team. And that's what the challenge is about. Right. Not just yourself, but also working as a team. So if you can't work as a team, you're screwed. Mm -hmm. So Casey fell and Casey's never one to like give up. She was like, I'm fine. I can walk it off. I'm going to finish this, whether I'm crawling or running. The next part came, the next checkpoint. They ended up being the last to the first checkpoint. And it's an eating challenge. Mm -hmm. They all had to eat. Casey was sitting there downing all the food. It's all disgusting food, like whole testicles and hearts of chickens and all this gross stuff and a liter of animal blood. It's it's nasty, really disgusting stuff. It's never good. So Casey's downing everything, trying to catch up. She's like, I'm so sorry. We're going to catch up. We're going to catch up. Having a great attitude. And Fessy has not touched anything. He's standing there looking at her like "Mm." little diva. And Casey goes, Casey goes, are you really not going to do anything? What are you doing? I can't believe this right now. And it shows him in the big brother version of the challenge version of the diary room, like where they do interviews. Mm -hmm. And he was explaining, I can either not eat this and we get DQ'd, disqualified, Mm -hmm. or I can eat this and we don't win because there's no way that my partner is going to finish. Whether it be first or last, she's not going to win. With but her he was like, like, I'd that. rather get disqualified. I, it left off at that moment where oh he didn't God. eat a single thing. He didn't even try to even pick anything up. He didn't even look at it. He was just watching Casey. And Casey's saying to him, are you joking right now? Yeah, what a jerk. I am Especially because she powered through. Not like, just for me, injury. but for you. And yeah. you have the audacity to sit here and go, and pull like a little baby move. Yeah. He'd be a diva. And everybody else, all of the other three teams are looking at him. Amber B's looking at him. The other two teams are looking at him like, are you kidding me? And Casey's getting fed up. And now I think she's regretting picking him as a partner because he does not encourage his partners. He doesn't do anything. Meanwhile, her other partner sits there and encourages the heck out of anybody. He's like, you're doing great. I'm so proud of you. Pushes them to be their best, but in the best way possible. And that's where it left off. And I get to find out in the next episode what he does. Yeah. So it's like all season he's been sitting there talking about how his partners don't do the best they can. And the only partner that he would want is Casey because she 
is the only one that he is interested in working with. And then he has Casey and this happens. Mm, and he he's like, over. yeah, he's wow. trying to screw her over. She goes, are you kidding me right now? It's not even at least worth trying. Like she's still running on a, yeah. Who knows what me. The least you can do is eat some gross food. Yeah. And just a couple of weeks prior to this, not even a couple of weeks, Fessy was partnered with Amber B because she infiltrated him when she won a second elimination mm-hmm. and he was not happy about it at all, even though she's won more eliminations than any other girl mm. that season. She won two. She had her gold skull, which you have to get in order to run the final. She came first and or second in two daily challenges on her own. She was very good this season wow. and he was not giving her the credit and this and that. And he kept saying in front of her face while they were partners in front of the entire house, I don't want to be partnered with her. I don't want to be with her. She holds me back, blah, blah, blah. Very embarrassing stuff. Yeah. And she got upset, not in front of him, obviously, but she went to the back with um, Casey's partner's girlfriend and was like, that was very rude the way he said it. This just puts a fire under my butt. I'm going to do the best I can when I get a new partner this just pushed me further. So now she's been doing very good. And she's looking at him like karma, mm-hmm. like, you yeah. know, so now she has got what you had coming. CT, the best challenge vet on her team. And they won the first two checkpoints. Wow. And they've only done two so far. And they've come in first both times. And Fessy's looking like he's just defeated. Good. All that drama went on. And Fess, I said that to my mom. I go, I don't care who wins this season. I just don't want it to be Fessy. Nothing so, against Casey. You Love said it's Casey, the finale, but I don't right? want Fessy to win. You said this it's is the, a, finale? the finale. They have, I think, two or three parts of the finale this season. So who are you? You're rooting against Fessy, but like, who do you actually yeah, want to definitely. win? So, do you have someone who you're like really rooting for? So my favorite, one of my favorite on the season right now is CT. He's mm-hmm. a vet. I very much like CT. Yeah, he has his downfalls and his little comments but overall he's a great guy he encourages his partners and he always looks on the bright side of things and he's very funny he's from boston he has that sort of sense of humor he's hysterical but on the other hand casey's old partner leroy he's been on this show for so long and he's never won never Uh, and he said he's been nobody get finally get his win exactly and nobody but his girlfriend knows that this is his last season And after being screwed over by Casey and Fessy and now having his best friend as a partner who she's never won either, I think it would just be really nice to see him win. Totally. Very like heartwarming. Why is it his last season? He just decided he doesn't want to do it after this. Yeah. Him and his girlfriend want to start a family and they want to, you know, start a family and have Mm. a great life. And he's like, I'm done with it. Like nothing against the challenge. He's just been on it for such a long time. Yeah. It's like one last um, hurrah kind of. Yeah, but his girlfriend also, she's very fun. Love her. She's very great. And her partner also, I feel the same as Leroy. He's won before, I believe, but he's doing this for his kids. And he's Mm. a very nice guy. And he's been screwed over this season as well. I would like to honestly, I'm not going to lie, any of those other three teams, I would be very happy to see them win for different Mm. reasons. So I don't really have a, I would probably say CT and Amber B, I would want to win overall but I would not be upset if either of the other two teams win. Well, that's good. I feel like that's always Very happy. nice when you have like it's a good, other It's a good season, yes. Yeah. Good position to be in as a fan, for sure. Yeah, I think it's very good. It makes 
less drama, but at the same time, I just like seeing Fest's downfall. Sorry so you, to say that, but so you're you're telling me that you weren't rooting for Josh all season? Oh my gosh, man! <laughs> as soon, oh my gosh, remind me after you to insert a clip of the elimination Josh had to be in, the one that he won. Uh-huh. He won, but I I can't even tell you. I had to keep pausing it because me and my mom were joking around, laughing our butts off the entire time because of how dopey he looked. I mean, have you ever seen a grown man throw a ball in a more awkward way than Josh is continually? This has got to be the most comical elimination. I've never seen a guy start off so good, so fast, so quick, <laughs> and then just fall apart. Aim! Aim, Josh, aim! Put <laughs> your glasses on, bro. Shut up! <laughs> Josh is good at a lot of things. He's just, he has two left feet. He's an athletic dude, but he's also a very goofy dude, and it's, it's showing in elimination tonight. <laughs> Oh my God. No joke. He's like a big baby, like a human child. Yes. And he's just so clumsy. Everybody in the challenge is laughing at him. I was like, oh my, it was so funny. So funny. He was picking fights with people all season. He was crying and it was just a mess as usual. I mean, that's hilarious. I mean, you expect nothing less from Josh though. No, exactly. And I only know you got what you expect. Yeah, and I only knew him from the challenge. I just started watching his season, what, two days ago, a day ago? Oh, yeah, that's right. You've never watched him before. So I so I guess give us your impressions of him so far on Big Brother. Because you've only watched started watching BB19, like a few episodes so far, right? I'm only on, I think, the third episode. But there's so much drama already. So give me your first impressions on Josh as a big brother player and then give me your first impressions on like the rest of the cast who you like and who you don't all right so josh like i said i only saw him and i know him from the challenge because Mm -hmm. i didn't watch his season because i was abroad so knowing him from the challenge is very different than what he's portraying on big brother from years before and i think i understand why he changed because on the challenge he just looks like a very sensitive mama's boy very not very mean, very like just everything bothers him. Very emotional kind of guy. Not yes. that it's a bad thing sometimes, but very emotional. So when I started watching BB19 a couple of days ago, when you see like those home like introductions where the, before they go in the house, mm-hmm. I go, who is this? This isn't Josh. <laughs> this guy is trying to act like some big shot who calls everyone baby. And he keeps yelling. Juba, baby. <laughs> he he like tries to act like a big shot, like he can beat everyone up, almost like he's trying to act like a Guido from the Jersey Shore, but the, the Latino version, I yeah. just don't understand it. And he just comes off as very arrogant. When it came to first going in the house, after that, I was like, okay, Josh, already cried before he got in the house. Mm-hmm. One. Then I watched the first episode, the beginning, the next to the first episode. First night, he's already freaking crying because he misses his family. <laughs> I'm like, you're kidding, right? You're kidding. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to start a game where every time Josh cries, I'm going to take a shot. You'd be dead. 
And if I didn't end up in the hospital with a pumped stomach by the end of this game, something's wrong. Yes, you'd you literally so be dead. I'd be that. dead. I'd be dead. <laughs> you'd be better off taking a shot for every episode that Josh didn't cry. For real. Seriously. Like, I'm not saying it to exaggerate. He's cried. I've counted. I keep a tally in my head three times. And I was 10 minutes in the second episode and he cried three times total. Oh, my God. I'm like, you're kidding, right? Little you're joking. Queen, for sure. So on the second episode, they finally, it was the second night of the premiere. Mm-hmm. They finally get to the first HOH. And how it works is they were in teams of four. They all got split up. Yeah. Paul actually was a, a vet that returned. Yep. So this girl who has like blue hair, her name is Megan. She. Oh, I forgot about is her. an oddball. She's like an oddball. Yep. And she was making a little alliance with the other oddballs, like Ramsey's, mm-hmm. who's um, a gay nerd, and and um, this girl Alex, who's like an Asian nerd, and and um, one other person I don't remember. But anyways, they were I'm harmless. Looking at the they cast right really, now, and I'm getting yeah, they flashbacks. Weren't, they weren't season. talking. Yeah, they weren't talking bad about anyone specifically, except for Paul. They were just saying they don't trust him. They don't know. Yeah, they said they think that there's a guy alliance forming and maybe they should think about that next time someone's HOH, mm-hmm. like one of them. They didn't say any specific names other than Paul and I think Matt and, and Mark didn't even say Josh's name because, you know, no one looks at Josh as a threat. Yep. Not to be mean. They just didn't look at him as a threat right now. The HOH comes and the HOH is split into teams of four, four teams of four. It's kind of like a relay race almost. They Mm -hmm. have to, one person at a time, climb and swing across these ropes to get to the other side. And it's called like the temptation garden or something. And they have to pick up a rotten apple, hook it to their um, carabiner on their belt and go back across the ropes and hit a button. I remember this. Yeah, and when you hit your button, that's when the next teammate can go and do the same. Mm -hmm. You have to get a total of eight apple so each teammate has to get two and um the first three the first I think it's the first two teams to finish move on to the final round Mm -hmm. where then one person does the same thing they have to do like a tree thing and then go back through the ropes it's it's irrelevant in my discussion but (laughs) so Josh is on a team with three other people these two girls I think one of their names is Elena which yep. I like during this season. I think she's very cool. I like yeah. her so far. Very like unproblematic. Too. I like her. And then one other person, I forget who the other girl was. And then Kevin, who I think is one of my favorites so far. <laughs> yeah, Kevin was fun that season. I think he's one of my favorites because in the beginning, not this is not why he's my favorite, but in the beginning, they had a temptation thing where yes. if you were the first to hit the, the button, money. You take the money. I remember that. But I would have unleashes something, and yep. you're not allowed to win the H O H. So Kevin ended up getting the money. No one knew, and I was like, you know what? You go, Kevin. Like yeah, you deserve it. I'd go for too. it too. Right? Only one person can win the half mil, so I'm taking whatever money I can get along the way. Right? And let's be honest. He's an older guy. What are the odds he would have won? Right. Exactly. Not saying it's impossible, but everyone would have kind of went against him later down the line. So I would have taken it too, my dude. He has seven kids. Any bit helps. I know, right? Seriously, so, my Boston man. Yeah, love him. So in the HOH challenge, they're like, okay, who wants to go first? Josh goes, I'll go first. The 
trick is there's also a little twist. There is one golden apple in mm-hmm. that field across the way. Whoever grabs the golden apple, if anybody chooses to, if they bring it back, they are safe from elimination. So they, it's like a safety thing. But if you end up grabbing it, you screw your whole team over and your team's eliminated. So only you are safe. Your team is not. So Josh offered to go first because right when he went, he grabbed that apple right away. Didn't care. Everyone else looked at him. Everyone else looked at him like, really? Like even the other teams were like, oh my God, he did that. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Week one. Screwed over his entire team. It's one thing to do it like knowing you, oh, okay. I have no allies. Everyone's against me. Let me do it. But week one to do that. Nobody was against him. That's ballsy. Nobody even said his name. So he came back. Oh, listen to this, right? So Kevin was on his team. So it kind of worked out for Kevin anyways. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> he had to throw the age right. away because he got mm-hmm. that money. So, so he like, was All right, like, Kevin's out of the radar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like, oh, thanks, man. Didn't even get to go. Nobody even got a shot to go during the HOH. He volunteered because he wanted that apple. Yep. He knew exactly from the beginning. So he, knew what he, was he doing. came back and he, he didn't even, they didn't even say anything to him yet. And he goes, you know exactly why I did it. And yelled at them. And then hit the button and everyone else, they all just stood there and they're like, okay, well, we're out. So all the other teams, while they're waiting for their partners, were like, why did you do that? So he goes up to Megan, yelling at her, screaming at this girl, saying, you're a snake. I don't like you. I don't want anything to do with you. Get away from me. You've been coming for me since day one. Let me remind you. It's like day one, day two. Right. It's already day one. She's like. She goes, I don't know what you're talking about because she clearly didn't say his name ever. Yeah. Didn't even really know who he was. So she's baffled by this. But no matter when anyone's accusing you of anything, it puts a target on your back, whether it's true or not. Exactly. Especially in Big Brother. Mm -hmm. So she's looking at him going, I'm sorry if you got that impression, but I have no idea what you're talking about. I'm sorry if you feel that way. He goes, and he's still screaming at her going, you're a snake. You're not playing the game right yelling at her in front of everybody. And then after the HOH, after he yelled at her, she's like, okay, like we're just going to leave it alone, I guess. She was wa- she was in the kitchen and he came up to her in front of the entire house again, yelling at her. I know what you've been saying behind my back. You've been ganging up on me. You're a snake. You're the biggest snake in the house. And she's looking at him like about to cry, screaming at her. Yeah, for no reason. And Josh, not for nothing. He's not intimidating after watching him on the challenge. But he's so a big dude. If any big dude comes up to you yelling at you, scary. what are you supposed to get from that? I know. So he's screaming at this poor girl and she's like, I didn't do anything, but she's not saying anything because she's like upset. Like mm-hmm. no matter who's yelling at you in front of the house, you're going to get upset. Right. Exactly. Like, I don't know how any of like, I don't know how you handle things, but if someone's yelling at me, I get up- visibly upset. Oh, same. Like I get upset. Like I, I almost cry, mm-hmm. especially if it's in front of people. That's embarrassing. Yeah, it's embarrassing. So he's screaming at her in front of the house and Kevin is sitting there at the bar, like not the kitchen island, I'm sorry, and not understanding what's going on. And he's like, what? Nobody understood anything because everyone seems like they like Megan. She seems like a nice person, blah, blah, blah. So then all of a sudden she leaves the room and she goes into the bathroom, I think, or the... What's that room with the couch? The living room? No, the separate room that people go and hang out in. It's like one uh, big bed. It's different every season, I think. You know um, that room, though. But yeah, the one that's like in the middle. 
Yeah, that one. So she goes in like either that room or the bathroom. She starts getting upset, like to herself. She's not making a big deal about it. Mm-hmm. And then I think someone went over to her and was like, are you okay? She's like, yeah, I just don't understand what he's talking about. I didn't do anything. I have no idea where he's coming from. And everyone's like, yeah, we understand. Like, we believe you. So then later on, I think it was maybe the next day, she was washing dishes and Josh like says, excuse me, to get a cup of water. And he goes, um, she goes, oh, do you mind just cleaning that cup? I just cleaned the entire kitchen. I think she's trying to take her mind off of it. Mm-hmm. He goes, I know that I'm the last person you want to talk to right now, but I'd like to have a conversation with you when you can. She goes, okay. And you can tell she's trying to like, just not talk to him, but be nice about it. She's like, okay, okay. Like trying to like finish the conversation. Mm-hmm. Cause I think she was getting nervous Yeah, because he was screaming at her. Yeah. So Josh, before he said that to her was talking to Kevin and he goes, do you think like, I'm sorry about what happened? He goes, yeah, I just, I think it was just very disrespectful. You don't ever yell at a woman like that. You don't ever yell at anybody like that, mm-hmm. especially the way you were screaming at her. And she, you can just see the fear in her eyes. And he was trying to put it into Josh's head. Yeah. Like, Kevin, Kevin's hey, good listen. At that. He's like the, he was like, listen, that's not right. Mm-hmm. You can't yell at someone like that, especially in like in front of everybody or when they didn't do anything. Josh goes, yeah. He goes, not for nothing, but that was scary. I was scared and I wasn't even in the conversation. Yeah. So imagine how she feels. And he was trying to explain it to him. Like, that's not okay. Josh goes, you're right. That won't happen again. So that's when he went up to Megan. And then afterwards he said, I'm very sorry. I shouldn't have talked to you like that. I feel terrible. I didn't mean to disrespect you. I know it's wrong. And it was like this big thing, but she accepted his apology and of course josh coming in hot with the drama right away for real i'm like oh my gosh who is this guy right like it was just so different from what i've seen on the challenge yeah he picks fights on the challenge sometimes but he's not like trying to be some big buff like i mean sometimes but he just doesn't come off as that i I do feel like he was a big try hard that season like oh i I won't obviously like like, a wicked he's going too hard too fast yeah i honestly won't like tell you anything that happens but there are so well, many. Well, I already know that I'm he like, ends up in the final two. Yeah, I, I won't because he talked about anything, it on the challenge. But, but like throughout the whole season, he has little blow ups here and there that I'm like, hopefully, I don't know. Maybe the reason he's not like that on the challenge is because he's hopefully learned from it. That, but yeah, he was. That's definitely what I was gonna say. I think he kind of grounded then. himself because of all that stuff, and since then, maybe he either took up anger management or he kind of like sat there and like talked to himself and was like, "Hey, listen." I hope so. I tone it down. But that was literally all that happened just on the first two episodes. Yeah, seriously. Which was just fun, which was just premiere night. Who and I was like, if oh you had God. to like choose right now who you like the best, who would you go for? Obviously Christmas, right? <laughs> <laughs> so I wrote down my favorites so far. I like Kevin. Mm-hmm. I really like Kevin. Um, I think he's ve- like, like you said, a voice of reason, but also I think he's very funny. Yeah. He kind of reminds me of he's a great um, storyteller. He kind of reminds me of the mooch in a way. Oh yeah, a little bit. Where he's where he's not like a serious threat right now, but he gives that sort of like comfort or funniness to the house. Yeah. I don't know. Like I think he's very. He funny, walks around but in he's... his suits and stuff. Yeah, I think I it's funny. That. I think it's great. Yeah, like I'm in the mafia. I loved Kevin that too. Uh, <laughs> the second person I like, I really like Elena so far. Mm-hmm. So Elena's far, she good. seems like a very reasonable person. She's very laid back, but she's also very like humble and not too braggy about anything. I think she's very sweet. 
Mm-hmm. I also, Agreed. so far, this is the third person and only other person I wrote down that I liked. Not that I dislike anybody, but these are just the people who stuck out to me. I like Matt, the guy with the gray hair. Oh, yeah. I like him so far. I really hope he doesn't align with the wrong people. Because um, I think I'm he's starting to align with about well, Matt because I don't want to give Cody, anything away. Mark. Cody him and I think his name is Mark, the bus yes. guy who's like almost broke his finger. Yep. They started an alliance very briefly, but I hope that he doesn't let it get to his head. So let's just talking say about there's something down the, the line that happens with Matt in the game that kind of taints him, but you'll see mm. to get to that. I'm I feeling it has to do with the showmance. I I maybe <laughs> I won't say he was ta- well he was talking about it and he was saying how he thinks Jessica's beautiful. Is that her name? Jessica? Uh-huh. Jessica, the woman like you know, yep, bas- know be yeah. mm-hmm. but I won't say I think she's beautiful and all that. But anyways, I like him so far, but I have a feeling something's gonna happen anyways. Like you know what I mean? Like yeah he's teetering right now, but mm-hmm. he's in a good way right now. No, I feel like other he was a good that, dude for the most part his season. Yeah. Other than that, I think a few other people are doing okay. Like, like I like, oh, I forget her name. Raven, I think her name oh, is the yeah. redhead. She's a she's very that one. Yeah, she looks like a little she reminds me of like Nicole Franzel in her first season almost. Kind of, but not really. Very, You'll like, see ditzy. as you watch. She's, she's very ditzy. But... Yeah, she's like not the brightest. No, she reminds me of Nicole nice. in that way. Yeah. But she seems very sweet. Yeah. But I like Elena a lot. I think she's my favorite right now other than Kevin. Her and Kevin, I think, are my top two right now in terms of, like, I like their personality and their mm-hmm. gameplay so far. Um, but I, it's very early. I'm still on premiere night. I just yeah. watched. Early days. So it's bound sure. to change. But, yeah, that's it so far for that. And the only awesome. other stuff I wrote down for notes was that Paul came back and he took a player's place. And they gave him, I think it was eight friendship bracelets. Yep, the friendship to people thing. to make them safe. Nicole Franzel hosted the first HOH. Mm. Yeah, she came back and she was actually fine. She wasn't bad to like watch. After this last season, she was annoying. But this season, it wasn't bad. Mark split his finger in two, he would say, on the mm-hmm. HOH. And then Cody ended up winning, which I don't think I'm a fan of Cody. Right? Yeah, now. I'm not a huge Cody fan. I mean... He's very he, negative to me. He's very yeah. negative. He's, he's very like very, very like, judgmental. Stoic. Like he yeah, has no judgmental. Exactly. Yeah, I'm not his biggest fan, to be honest. But yeah, that's where I left off on BB19. Well, you have I think to it's keep very interesting so far. I think it's very interesting so far. I'm I'm liking it so far. Yeah. I like how the challenges are a little different. I can tell that I think it's right after this season is where things become a lot more modern in mm-hmm. terms of like the setup and design for Big Brother and the games, they become more modern and technological. Yeah, like the comps and stuff. Yeah, and I've noticed that, but I like how it was a little before because sometimes it's too relying on whether it be technology or yeah. the modernization. It's too repetitive sometimes. So I like when they do a bunch of different things. I mean, speaking of old school, BB, I've been watching Big Brother 3 on Paramount oh, Plus also. who's on that season? That season, honestly, I don't know if you'll recognize any of the people. The two, the the one person I think most people know from that season is Danielle. I don't know if you know her, um, but she's like- I think I've heard of her. She's like the biggest name that came out of that season. To be honest, I haven't finished it yet and I don't know who wins, um, but that season is like Danielle, Mar- Marcellus, Roddy, Kiara, 
um jason there's a whole there's a whole bunch josh um a whole bunch i'm forgetting but talking about old school comps those competitions in back in bb3 are like backyard games like it doesn't even look like anyone from production came in and set them up like they're so old school but i kind of like it i I kind of like those seasons because it makes it more real and it was more a lot more about being stuck in a house back then and like every week you had to do a food challenge to get your food for that week and every week there was an america's choice everybody and it made everybody try it really did. And it bonded pe- different people and then made more enemies of people, even though those competitions didn't have to do with power in the game. It was more about just like surviving in a house together. So I miss that stuff. And they had the key wheel back then, which, you know, I want it back. Yeah. I like the key wheel. I think it keeps the suspense in it. Me too. It just adds a little tiny thing and it wouldn't be hard to bring it back. So do it CBS. I know they really need to. I get why they got rid you of should it. Write letters. Like, it takes too much time, but they could easily edit it down. Like we don't need it to be like super. What do you mean? Out. It takes too much time. You're, you're turning a few keys, right? Just edit it down. Maybe if you, you didn't the include the clips of Josh crying, then you'd have like <laughs> three extra minutes. Oh, there's an article on Fansided saying Big Brother should bring back the nomination Wheel of Keys. Everybody says it. Everybody says they should bring it back and they don't. I think it's stupid that they don't have it. I know. The only other thing that I will say about Big Brother 3 is that I am hardcore rooting for Danielle. I know she doesn't win, but she's like a Big Brother legend and now I'm seeing why. But I think this is one of the very few seasons I've never watched before. And Mm -hmm. she is so, she's one of those people that can like, almost like a Derek, like she can read people super well. She's really good at like influencing people without them knowing. I would, I don't think she'd ever do it because like she has a family and everything. And she, she was a mom during BB3. So she definitely wouldn't go back now and do it, but I would give anything to see her play again. Like she's just so good at just like watching everything, observing and like, positioning herself really well in the house I like can't figure out who's who wins because I'm down to like I think there's only five people left at where I'm at right now um and one of them is her and one of them is Marcellus and what I will Mm -hmm. say is both Marcellus and Danielle are black and we both know that a black Mm -hmm. player has never won so I know it can't be either of them so I'm like it has to be one of these other three that's in there but I can't figure out who and it's right like all now, about how it happens. Yeah. And right now, if I had to guess who would win, I would say Danielle, but obviously because she's a black woman, I know she doesn't win. So it's hard. I don't know. I can't figure out who it is, but maybe that's a good thing. It'll keep a little suspense for me, I guess. Yeah. Really quickly before we wrap up, yes. wanted to mention that BB 23 is going to be here before we know it. And it right? better be a good cast. I heard they're actually calling people now. And that new guy who's um, on the casting team, Jesse Tannenbaum, put on his Instagram story that if you don't get a call by like May, I think he said May 15th or mid, mid-May, then like yeah. they, you're not probably not going to be on this season. So I'm hoping that means by like end of May, early June, we'll have some news about like a date for premiere or like maybe some cast rumors or something. So you know what I think they should do starting now, you know how in the beginning of every 
season they do those like little home interviews where it briefly explains every person yeah like, introduces mm-hmm. i think when they introduce the cast on their social media they should have like a 10 to 15 second clip of like a little thing of someone saying something like one of the cast members yeah like it'll be like hey i'm so and so and i can't wait to get in there because blah 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 blah. and then someone else would be like my strategy is about like have them say little different things Mm -hmm. and you introduce them by having one clip for every person that way you kind of get a vibe yeah and then they show the full clip on the show yeah i am gonna pledge that that's a good idea like a good like a little teaser would hook i think it's a little teaser but it'll hook people and it'll be like, oh my God, that's awesome. And it's a good way to promote. It'll get the, the community talking too. You know, people especially, eat that shit up. And especially how it's people that we don't know. They're newbies. I think it'd be a great way to show, hey, this is how you can get to know people even beforehand. Oh, just a little bit, like a little tease. Yeah, that's and a I great think it'd idea. Be great. Okay, I think that'd so be awesome. CBS, if you're listening, this is what Hire we want. Me. We want little teasers ahead of time and we want the key wheel. Please and thank you. We want the key wheel. No, we need the key wheel. Yeah, we need it. Signed, your friends, Christina and Brianna. Yeah, thank you. Hire us, CBS. (laughs) So, thank you guys for listening. We will, of course, be back when we get some news about BB twenty three. We'll be here. We will. Our predictions. We're going to talk about the cast and Christina. I cannot wait. I'm so excited. Now that I'm like getting back in the Big Brother zone, ah, I'm so excited. I can't wait. This summer is going to be lit. Lit. Litty. Thanks so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed. To join in on the discussion, use the hashtag OBrotherPodcast on social media, and you can find me at It's Me Breely everywhere. And you can find me at Christina Jascott. We'll talk to you next time. Bye. See you later.